This presentation is from UX Australia 2016, held in Melbourne. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au. Lots of interesting subjects coming up right now, so straight over to the speakers. First of all, Anya, Anya Matalej, I believe I pronounced it right, please, over to you. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Hi everybody, um, my name is Anya. I'm a user researcher at Optima Workshop in beautiful Wellington, New Zealand. Um, and going with the theme of creativity, um, today I want to talk to you guys about card sorting and creative ways that you can use card sorting in your work. So, um, just out of curiosity, how many of you have ever done a card sort yourselves or done card sorting as part of your research? 50%? Awesome. I'll just run through the basics. Um, card sorting is a really simple research technique used in UX and information architecture to help understand how people group and categorize information. Um, the way you run a card sort is you get cards and you label these cards with um, content or information or products that your users or your customers might find on your website and you get them to sort these into groups. So you can do an open card sort where you give them the freedom to create as many groups as they want. Or you can do a closed card sort where you get them to sort cards into perhaps an already existing structure. Um, or do a mix, so give them some pre-existing groups but also give them the freedom to create some groups of their own. So why do we actually do this? The answer is very simple. Um, we all conceptualize the world very differently. Um, our experiences, our genetics, our environment, our daily habits, they all influence how we group and categorize information. So to be really user-centric in design and design websites that are really intuitive and make information easy to find, we need to make sure we're designing something that can be used by a lot of people and makes sense. So if you've done a card sort before, and it looks like you have, you might have done it like this. You sit down with your participant and you observe and watch them as they do a card sort and you kind of get a really nice conversation going and understand where they get stuck and this is a really nice way of doing it because it can help you identify any issues you might be having. An alternative is doing a card sort using an online card sorting tool like Optimal Sort. This is awesome because it means you can quickly set up a study and send out a link to a whole bunch of participants, um, get a lot of information and kind of make really well-informed design decisions and be pretty confident in those numbers. Um, it also does analysis for you, which is pretty handy as well. You can do a mix of the two as well. So get the benefits of doing it online, but also sit down with someone and get that quality conversation going as well. This is cool, so you can kind of just go to a cafe and do some really fast research, which I'm sure we're all a fan of. So yeah, jumping right in, creative ways to use card sorting. These are some ideas um, from our users at Optimal Workshop, some stuff we've done in the team, and it's just kind of to get your inspiration going on how you might be able to use this technique a little bit differently to what you might be used to. So understanding your brand identity. We all have a pretty good idea of what our brand stands for and the values that we're trying to represent with our brand, but we can't really ever be sure that our users see us in the same way. So one way to solve this question is to do a card sort. You give your users or customers a whole bunch of adjectives and you figure out if your company is that adjective or not? And we actually did this at Optimal Workshop last year. And it was an awesome way to get our customers engaged and figure out how they actually see us. And it was cool. It helped us feed into marketing and communications and just figuring out what kind of voice we should be having with our users and what our tone can be when we communicate with them. 
Um, there's been a pretty big debate in UX recently around icons and labels and do my icons need labels in my UI or not. And one way to get an answer is to do a card sort with existing labels or um, with existing icons or icons that you intend to use in your interface. And you can understand if what you're trying to communicate through your icons is actually making sense to your users and make some design decisions around that. Um, quick tools are an awesome way to get your users to achieve their goals faster when they visit your website. We often see this on postal service websites or government agencies, where a lot of the time our users come onto our site with really predetermined goals in mind and they know exactly what they want to achieve. So an awesome way is to figure out what is actually important to our users and give them easy access to what they want to get done quickly. Um, and you might wonder, well, why wouldn't I just use my analytics? But those can only really tell you half of the story, and there's a kind of a great richness of information that you can get from doing this in person. Crowdsorting is also a really cool way to make um, collaborative design decisions and involve the rest of your team. So at Optima Workshop, our designer, Keisuke, actually um, used crowdsorting to figure out if his designs were communicating actions as intended. He sent this out to the team and got some really fast feedback that kind of fit into his designs really early on and he was able to just kind of figure out if he's on the right track or not. In a similar way, you can involve your team in prioritization decisions and kind of bridge the gap between product management and the rest of the team, the people who research and design and develop the products and chances are they have quite a lot to say. So by doing a card sort and figuring out what you should be working on straight away or what people think can wait a little bit, you can let the rest of the team help make some of these decisions for you. Um, doing your market research is a cool way to involve your customers in a kind of new and unusual way. And you know, if you have a beautiful website, but you're not selling something that's resonating with your market, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. So why not get them to feed into the product offering that you actually give them? Get a taste of what they're interested in buying and kind of what style preferences they have and either make your product offering more suited to their tastes or at least feature those kind of things that they're interested in more on your site. So I think crowdsourcing content ideas is my favorite way to use crowdsorting. Um, it's an awesome way to involve the wider community and decisions if you run a blog or if you're running an event and help them feed into the design of um, what they want to hear about and identify knowledge gaps. We actually did this for UX New Zealand 2016, which is taking place in October. And if you're having a good time today, I recommend you go over to Wellington in October and check it out. Um, and we got our community to tell us what they actually want to hear about, tell us what they're into, and tell us what they don't really want to hear about during the event. And this helped us make some really good decisions around what kind of speakers we actually want to bring in. So we found out that while UX tools and trends and and figuring out how to do really fast UX is really hot on the agenda. UX and politics is something that people really don't care about, so that can kind of help us shape what we're actually offering to our audience. Doing some sociological research is a really nice way to cast your net a little bit wider, and rather than just focusing on user testing and user interviews, why not understand a larger user group and understand how an entire group might categorize information and see the world? One of our users used card sorting to look at popular social media platforms and look at how people group those and how similar they are to each other. They were really easily able to see what groupings came out, what labels were attached to those groupings, and also just see how similar they are to each other and how people actually relate these to one another. 
With card sorting, you can basically categorize anything. So I'm sure we've all seen the example of a card sorting explained through a bookshelf where you have a whole bunch of titles and you can arrange those in different ways and people might think of things differently. But why not go beyond that and focus on card sorting your physical world as well, from items on a restaurant menu to a pantry to an entire supermarket full of goods, you know, wherever you have a whole bunch of things that somehow need to be put in order and put into categories, maybe card sorting can help you out with that. So card sorting is really simple. It makes a lot of sense. It's engaging and it's actually pretty fun. It's a lot funner than just doing a regular survey. You know, you have a lot of options. You know, I, the ones I've talked about today can kind of only scratch the surface. So you can really have a lot of fun with it. You can involve your team. And I want you to think about perhaps a problem or a question that you might have in your work today, whether it's around getting feedback or generating ideas or just figuring out where your team's thinking is at. Have a think around how card sorting might be able to help you out. Cool. Thank you. Hello. Thanks, Anya. We hope you enjoyed this presentation from UX Australia 2016. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.